You're listening to a podcast of Vendor Trash. If you want to catch the show live, you can join us on Twitch Saturdays at 8 p.m. GMT at twitch.tv forward slash Warcraft Radio. Hey, Dan, roll the tape. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to Vendor Trash here on Warcraft Radio's Twitch channel. We're back. It's been uh, a long week. It feels like a lifetime since we've last been together because Classic WoW is finally here. It's out. We've been playing it. All the doubts and the, the developers telling us we didn't want it. It was all wrong. It turns out everybody freaking wanted it. And it's absolutely overloaded with people trying to play the game and it's absolutely ridiculous but here we are it's just everything has changed the whole world is new i'm 18 again it's 2004 things are better i don't have a job or kids or a mortgage or crippling debt or social anxiety it's everything's better now it's amazing um it's been uh, an absolute crazy week um we've been i'm sure most of you have been playing classic wow enjoying it uh leveling up uh in absorbing yourself in the content you forgot just how frustrating it was but here we are enjoying it seeing the benefits of uh, what's great in classical what's not so great in classical we're going to be talking about all that this evening this is going to be very much classical focused probably for the next couple of weeks um at least until everybody loses interest in classical and we all go back to um playing retail again that's a thing right people do i know a lot of it seems to be drawing a lot of hate now you say this in some in some channels at the moment at classic go just mention the word retail it's like a dirty word i was uh playing recently somebody in baron's chat was uh giving out the exact string you need to give in chat to make alliance players see go play retail when you type it in orcish this is it's 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 apparently a slur it's a massively insulting thing to say to somebody that you play retail. But I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll all go back to retail eventually. But uh, for now, we're going to be very much focused on Classic about what's happening. Uh, give you guys an update on where I am. So the we did a poll, like, the last two weeks. Uh, the number one winner for race was Torrin. And I said we'd give the... We'd give the poll for um, what class you wanted me to play, and we'd sort of weight that depending on the race, because a Torrin can't be, like, Warlock was, 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 was ranking high there at the time. So Druid won... Uh, Druid won by about two votes, uh, so I am leveling as a Torn Druid, uh, playing on uh, Zandalar Tribe with the rest of uh, the Warcraft Radio guys in the EU. Uh, it is, um, we're in the guild Jurotar Action News. You can pretty much type, type slash who, Jurotar Action News, message one of the dudes and we'll get you an invite and you can come play with us. Uh, leveling up pretty good, we got some pretty high levels in the guild now at the moment. And in fact, we're actually going to be joined this evening by uh the single most hardcore leveler that we have in the guild um who is i believe he, he'll tell us in a second level 36 37 absolute crazy the man's the man's a beast um either that or unemployed one of the two probably both um so um yeah we're gonna be uh, catching up on everything that's happening classic well how rage fire chasm is how whaling caverns is stuff like that we're gonna be talking about the race to world first and um its coverage and uh the actual real world first level 60 um, has happened. Uh, we're going to be discussing that as well. And basically sort of given a sort of a... Now that we're settled into it. I think we're like we're a week into Classic. I think we can all sort of sit down and sort of figure out what's 
what's good and what's not so good in classic and the things we felt should have come in and shouldn't have come in um or should be changed uh, we'll be discussing those uh, but first off let me um introduce our special guest this evening um so we're going to switch over to this which should have changed yes it did uh Kaelden, uh welcome uh, welcome to the stream thank you very much for joining us this evening and uh giving us your insights on um classic world of warcraft so first off let's uh well let me warn everybody first you do have a speech impediment, I believe. Uh, I do have a speech. Is that the accent or the, it's the use accent. of language? No, it's the accent. Oh, right, okay. Right, accent, okay. Yeah. So, Caelan, you're Scottish. That's correct. So that's why when people I are am, asking yes. about the accent, he's Scottish. So it, I, I am Scottish. The best of the countries the best, in the UK. The best of the countries in the UK. I just wanted to bring on somebody with a thicker accent than me so that people can sort of learn to appreciate my accent a bit more. When Americans are like, you're so difficult to understand. You talk so fast. So here you go, guys. No, by it's the, hard by mode. The the it's year, hard mode. This is hard mode. It. Uh, by so, the end of the night, I'm sure they're going to agree. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what's? What are you playing in Jurator Action News at the moment? Uh, so I'm currently playing my Shaman, um, leveling up. Uh, currently halfway th or nearly level 37 after the week of hell that I've put myself through. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. And so, like, did you plan on like just going hard mode straight to 60, or is this just something that happened by accident? Oh, well, I, yeah, I was planning on going hard 60. Um, I thought it was going to be a couple of others with me, but it seems I've uh, you know, managed to outpace everyone. You've outpaced the pack massively. Um, I'm only level 22, for those of you interested. But you've managed to pretty much, yeah, outpace everybody um, through your hardcore dedication to uh, poop socking, I think is the technical term, right? Poop socking, would you call oh, it? Oh, yeah, poop socking, yeah. 100%. 100% poop socking. So, um, l let me just, from retail, what's your experience at World of Warcraft? Did you play Classic back in the day, or is this completely new for so you? So, I, I didn't play Classic. Um, I have played it before. I have played on private servers for... <sighs> quite a few years i know those things that I shouldn't admit to but yeah um so i played in them for a few years um quite a lot um mm -hmm. when i was at university and things like that so a lot of free time so that's where it all got invested um but through retail i've I played since the burning crusade and then i played all the way through wrath cataclysm Mrs. pandaria full shebang right the way through to currently so i've still got my active subscription for bfa so i've done it all um Raided quite hardcore, did a lot of PvP. I heard you were a raid leader in Cataclysm. Uh, I was, yes. I was. The, I had to force Kex and uh, Dunkirk to raid yeah. to a high standard, which I'll tell you was kicking and screaming I'd, for a while. I'd say that must have been tough. It must be like herding cats, getting those two to uh, perform sort of in World Oh, 100%. Be. Trying to get yeah. them to do anything was hard. I mean, Kex especially. He just wanted to do his own thing, and that was him, but... It's classic Kex, man. Um, so... With your vast experience, like, were you, like, are you 100% excited for Classic still, or are you finding it a little bit, like, is this, are you are you 100% sold, Classic is the number one oh, thing to play right now? Yeah, 100%. Compared to retail, this game is night and day, it's different, it's engaging, there's so much more community, and I, I don't know, you just feel so much better playing it with people, by yourself, whatever, everything's just great. Okay, alright, I'll, I'll, I'll take your opinion on that, um... We'll, we'll discuss that more in a second. So I just want to get into some of the stuff um, so that's been happening this week in World of Warcraft and get your sort of take on it. So uh, to, just so everybody knows, the World First Level 60, um, Joked, I think is his name. Is, is that that's right? Yeah, Joked, Joke, Joke, Joke TD. Joke TD. Um, I don't know if it's Joke TD or Joked. Um, he's hit level 60. Now, the big thing that I found really interesting about this as well is that Joked wasn't in Las Vegas with the 
race to world first, which um, confused me from the start. So let me just, like, for those of you who don't know, uh, Method has um, gathered a group of uh, people in Las Vegas, popular streamers themselves, and basically are streaming their race to 60, and they're, like, min-maxing uh, most efficient comps and best leveling strategies to basically get to world first level 60 and then to be Ragnaros and Molten Core, right? That's... that's. Am I, am I correct in this, Kale? You seem to... You're, you, as, as a more pro player, somebody who's definitely much higher level than me, you seem more in tune with the, the racing to level 60. So, yeah, I think the, their idea was someone from Method or one of the guys that they had, which they've got... A couple of guys that aren't actually a part of Method at the event, they've got... Um, S-Fan is S-Fan, right? who's yeah. now... He's, yeah, he's now under the Method brand, but he's not actually part of Method. Um, they've also got a guy, Kenny Marsh, who is a private server veteran. He played in Progress, which was one of the big private server guilds, and I think they're going for... They're trying to go for World First Rag. Gotcha. Um, he's, he's in Progress, so he's like the top end of the, you know, private mm-hmm. server raiding scene yeah um, which is weird the that one that that's actually up there like i just want to like i wasn't aware that there was a private server raiding scene like that confused me when i started hearing this oh no he's big and like i i was aware private servers existed and i know people played private servers i always thought it was a fairly niche community and fairly small i didn't think there was sort of this sort of competitive like raiding element and like because it's such old content right like all the everything's been done to a certain extent yeah i think I think that's some of the appeal for it for some of the guys because they there's min maxing and then there's what private server guys have been min maxing over the past 10 15 years that private servers have been out mm-hmm. so there's min maxing to a level and then there's guys that have taken what was you know unplayable specs like feral druids and you know rep paladins and because of that they've just decided to They've spent 10 years dedicating their time to making these things work. Did that really take 10 I, years, though? Could you really, do, you, do you really think you had to sit down for 10 years and figure out how to make Red Paladins work in raids? Well, not really, but you then look, look at like, Feldred tanks. Everyone said would never work or Feldred DPS, and it turns out using a level 40-something helm that every time you shapeshift into cap form gives you an amount of energy. Yeah. If you equip that and use that, you can be the top DPS in a raid easily. True, true. Okay. Uh, so, like, yeah, this whole... this. Well, Kenny, what's his name? Kenny. Kenny, Mar- Kenny Marsh. I wanted to say Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, Ke- Kenny Marsh. <laughs> same yourself. name as the character from South Park. Gotcha. So he's massively opacing the pack as well, though, isn't he? As far as last I looked. He's. Compared I don't to know what he is just now. Vegas. Yeah, when I was when I was watching earlier, Kenny was fifty. I think he was fifty-six or fifty-seven, and the rest of the method guys were kicking around level forty-six. Mm-hmm. I think the highest was. And that was Tips Out, who again isn't even a part of the retail method team. So it seems like all these guys with a lot of private server experience are just destroying the guys that are the world number one raiding team for, you know, at least getting to the point. So, um, like, you might have been like, a bit of a change for everyone. So, Jolt did it, uh, I think, primarily. Like, did you. What was his method? You, you probably know this more than I do. What was so his jo- method? Jolt. Everyone's been doing these kind of like dungeon leveling strategies, you know. I've seen going pretty in. much grinding, like yeah. Scarlet Monastery, stuff like that, all the way, like the that's, high amounts of That's what everyone's been doing. But uh, Kenny was playing a Frost Mage, mm-hmm. and what he was doing was just simply AoE grinding as a Frost Mage, which they're really good at. But it's the efficiency he had at it, and also some people are saying the abuse of layering. Obviously, yeah, so this is, so this is a technique by basically swapping layers to ensure that the mobs are instantly respawning. Yep. 
So he was in a group, I think there was six people in a group with him, but they were, or maybe four people, so he was still in a party, but they weren't in the same zone as him. Mm. So the experience wasn't being diminished by them being there. But he would just change people out into a different group so that he would arrive Pop at a different layer. Layers. Right, right, right. After. So the bit, the, when I saw him at the end, he was farming uh, Western Plaguelands um, and just grinding out skeletons there, which are, it's massive density around the farms. Yeah. But they do have like, a fairly, you know, decent. Or, a, a fair respawn time on them. Gotcha. But um, what he was able to do by skipping layers was he was able to clear out a full one, jump to another layer, they'd be up again because no one else is able to kill them because he's, you know, 20 levels ahead mm -hmm. of everyone else. So he was able to kill them again and switch to another server. It's And it's really it's really weird. So, it, like, in the past, like, we've seen uh, people like Athene, who was, I believe, the world first in Cataclysm to hit level 85. I think that's yeah, what I happened, think, where he used this method yeah. of tapping mobs and then having the rest, uh, like a whole raid behind basically killing the mobs after he tapped them so he would get the all the experience without having to actually kill them. Now, yeah. we saw Blizzard pretty much went, no, that's not okay. And, and it's there is a fine line between use of game mechanics and abuse of game mechanics. And they definitely came in and said, well, this is wrong. This isn't fair and, and rolled them back to level 80. And there was a big outcry and everybody was complaining. But... Do you, I, 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 as far as I can tell, this isn't, this isn't going to be rolled back. So this layering no, apparently is legitimate for as as a method to hit level sixty. Well, I think there's always that term thrown about clever game, use of game mechanics. Yeah. Which what Athene did was basically use his popularity as a streamer to get a group of people to just kill everything for him. Yeah. So he wasn't doing any of the work himself. He literally ran around hitting mm -hmm. things and then let other people do it for him. Yeah. Whereas Kenny was doing all of this solo, he did from the start right up to the end, did it solo and just used what Blizzard had implemented because everyone knew that you could skip to a different layer yeah. to get rare spawns to spawn. You know, yeah. that was about since the beginning of the beta. So he's just used what everyone's known since the beginning. He tried it to see if it'd work. It worked and he thought, well, I'm not going to not do it because that's just putting myself behind. Yeah. This isn't something that method are taking use of, right? They're still focusing on this dungeon grinding uh, instance after instance after instance. Yeah, I, right? I think um, I think I don't think method realized to the extent of how good it could be, but I think they're trying to get a full raid. I don't think their world first sixty is their goal. I think Ragnaros world first is their goal. Yeah, as yeah. you know, a big raiding as a raid team. That's what they're going for. I don't think they really cared that much about the level 60 they probably wanted it you know just for record you know for bragging rights yeah but i think the ragnaros and anixia is going to be the big thing for them well the, i think the big thing for them as well was the fact that they've managed to um extend their brand like their their twitch viewers and and this whole vegas thing and their their branding stuff uh probably sponsorship deals they're getting through this seems to be Great. So whether they're hitting level sixty first or not, or killing Rag Ragnaros first oh, or not, it it doesn't really seem to like it's not like they're going to be out of pocket, you know? No, definitely not. Um, I also think it's with Method being the brand that they've made themselves out to be, which is you know the retail high end raiding team. Mm -hmm. They needed an event like this to break into the classic market. Um, obviously, with a lot so many people coming from private servers that really have no interest in retail at all. This yeah. is what they've been playing for years, and this is what they want to play. That's a bit of a strange position, to though. To be honest. like, and again, I'm sure there's lots of people who enjoy different things in different ways. But to be playing classic on private servers consistently over the last ten years, like, surely you've got to you've got to get bored after a certain amount of time. As far as you know, just 
there not being anything to do, right? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't think if you've, I couldn't play the same thing for ten years over and over and still find it enjoyable. Like then, um, I, I, I have to played that, done since it, done release, it. but at least there's been content patches and stuff like that, and sort of expanding it. But yeah, there's been new things for you to do. Whereas in these private servers, there no one's adding anything new. Not to the ones that are popular anyway. You know, there's guys that are trying to add things with you know revamping some stuff and things like that, but they're not as popular as the original retail experience or vanilla experience. So the fact that that's so popular and just dominates the private or dominated yeah. the private scene must show that there was that, you know, obviously classics out now. There wouldn't it wouldn't be here if there wasn't that player base that was wanting it, and oh, you know, dedicated player base. Yeah. It, it, and the thing is as well is with this like race to sixty. So I just the whole method. Oops, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> I just realized I clicked off something. Uh, my music stopped. And I had to fix it. So the. Um, the race to 60 and and the the whole idea of method basically grabbing these uh group of players and and moving uh it, it, moving themselves into vegas for like two weeks i think i think they said they were going to move in I, for. Like, i think this i think that's what they're there for but i think they have got the option to extend it depending yeah. on if they are done or not it's i a, think it's going to be the same way they were in germany for the their world for, like their world first rise of ajara yeah. They were in Germany doing that, and I know for a fact they were there for two weeks, but mm -hmm. if they weren't going to kill Ajara in that two weeks, they were staying until it was down. Like, I 100% agree. Like, I, un I understand the um, idea of making a spectacle, or at least making a um, an event out of the race to world first. But at the same time, like, and I 100% understand it when talking about the race to world first Ajara, because that was a... There's debate whether it was a legitimate competition as far as was it all. It was probably 90% of people thought it was always going to be Method. Method were always going to be the first to do it. They were pushing it hard enough. They had the, the brand sponsorship. They had the complete dedication towards it. Yes, there were other guilds as well that were pushing towards it. Some got relatively close, but a lot of people from the start were saying, no, no, it's going to be Method. And it's always going to be Method. Yeah. But the Race to World for 60, um, they've set up this as this big event. And they're not... Like none of them really are in the top rankings as far as people who are going to uh, no. hit sixty first. No. If so, I think if anyone thinks Method is going to get world first for anything in classic, they are just kidding themselves. Do you think it's There's, even do you think the, it's even relevant though? Like is like as as Kiki Jiki has said multiple times, World First Ragnaros has happened to happen fifteen years ago or ten years ago, however long when, when when fifteen years ago when Classic came out. Um I think it was like nine months after release or whatever, that's when Ragnaros was killed the first time. Is this even World First? Well, I can see that. In my opinion, they've brought out Classic isn't Vanilla. There's changes. There's things been altered. This is, in my opinion, a new game. It's not It's not the game that was out 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. There's so much that's changed within the community, so much larger. But I do think it is relevant because it's bringing awareness to it. You can't find anything else in twitch or anywhere that's bringing that kind of recognition to the game with events like that yes yeah and, and to be fair what i think you gave me the numbers earlier on you were talking about there was 1.1 million concurrent viewers of um the of, of for World launch. warcraft classic with, for launch right yeah within the first within at the peak there was 1.1 million people watching on twitch for world of warcraft which is the biggest number like Battle for Azeroth's numbers were 400,000. Mm -hmm. So it shows you the difference in how many people watched it compared to the launch of the new expansion. Do you think that's just I a mean, natural growth in Twitch as a platform, or do you think it's, it is people want to see classic? I think 
I think that that's part of it, yes, because Twitch is becoming so mainstream now. And how so? I mean, my dad and my mum know about what Twitch are, and my mum mm. and dad don't know how to turn a computer on. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I think that helps. Because you tell but them I do you're think a Twitch streamer. No, mom, if I told dad, that, my dad would tell me. My dad did. My dad tell me to get out of the house and get a real job. Yeah, I got you. So, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, Twitch, I, what's your Twitch, by the way? If people wanted to watch you twitching, World of Warcraft. Uh, if people want to, if people want to watch me twitch, it is twitch.tv slash Um nice. I twitch, I twitch more. I stream most days on Twitch. Nice, um, very nice. So yeah, yeah, if you're on yeah, you and so you're bored. But it's, but uh, the the growth of Twitch as a platform, yeah, it's possible. Also, like, is it a factor as well how big the queues were? There was a lot of people who couldn't play, and they were like, well, if I can't play, fuck it, I'm gonna. I'm going to turn on um, Twitch and watch Asmongold play or S-Fan play or Method play. Somebody else play because I can't. Or us play. We play as well, guys. You can watch our stream as well. Um, I think partially, but I think the queues have been... Um, I think it's just been clever and Blizzard, Blizzard's part, to be honest. You think the, the, the marketing for the game and the... Uh... Oh, it's, it's been on point. The, the, that, the, amount of, the amount of talk that is generated from... This game's been brought back out, and there's not enough space for people to be playing it. More mm. people are wanting to play it than they have space for. Is marketing perfectly? We're getting into conspiracy theory levels now, but are you are, are, are you yeah. saying you think that Blizzard has purposely not released enough servers for the game in order to like generate more I, I, news I don't, and hype? I don't know if purposefully, but I think that's the way it's worked out. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they're going to be complaining because every gaming outlet online has been talking about this. For the past week yeah no so, i agree i like every everywhere you go people are talking about all oh, the world classic servers are full and everybody is nobody's going to be able to play and and the uh and blizzard aren't reacting fast enough it's been everywhere and it's, it's great i'm seeing it on um like journalism gaming journalism stuff that generally doesn't talk about world of warcraft and it's um yeah it's been pretty pervasive as far as that and it, yeah, it, yeah whether it was purposeful or not it definitely generated a lot of marketing it, stuff it's that way of there's no such thing as bad publicity yeah if people are saying that you're not putting enough servers for your game it's that way of if i've got a toy and you want it you want it more because i have it this... some people have that mentality of i want something because i can't have it Oh fuck it! Trust me, I have I have two little girls. You can catch you No, one hundred percent. I understand the my sister has it, so I want it uh, mentality of having toys. Yeah, and yeah, I can I can understand that. Maybe because I know there's a certain element of things are popular because people think they are popular. Like remember when Apex Legends came out and all the top streamers started streaming it, and all of a sudden it just became like this massive wave of popularity, and everybody was playing Apex Legends, and it quickly died down once everybody was stopped being paid to play it, and it sort of became very, like, it spiked massively in popularity, but part of that was because I think people believed it was popular because everybody was playing it. Like, did yeah. the game... No, no, I will say it. Apex Legends was a fun game. I had fun playing Apex, Le Apex Legends, but I part I think part of it was just the hype surrounding it, that people were playing it so much. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they got some, there were some big names playing it, which I don't know if they were playing it off their own back or if, you know, they'd been given sponsors or something by apex legends but there was some massive names playing it when it came out yeah and on it's, twitch if it's the same now playing with it, WoW. you're like gonna WoW go is, everybody's playing twitch on wow it's a terrible time to be a a smaller wow channel because there's everybody is playing it and you have these massive channels with method doing their world first stuff oh, as yeah. gold getting i think on the first night he'd five hundred thousand or half a million viewers on his twitch channel yeah. um he, yeah so he broke the record for the most people watching warcraft on a single stream 
he buys like massive amounts. Like I think before that it was like two hundred thousand, and he more than doubled it on day one. That is absolutely insane. Um, and you you mentioned something earlier on, and I'm going to let you uh, give me your feedback on it. You said that S Fan is under the Method brand. Can you explain what the Method brand is to me for a second? Here? So Method is the Method have got the Raid team, mm-hmm. which is obviously they're you know world first Mythic raiding team. But under that, they've also got people that are not part of the Method Guild, not part of that raiding team, but they are a part of, there's some part of the Warcraft community and they are part of Method as a company, not as a guild, not as a, not as a guild, but as a company, as a brand. Mm-hmm. So they are, he's, you know, he's got a contract with Method when he streams, he can stream under the Method banner, you know, as part of their community, as part of their, whatever they want, he wants to call himself for it. Mm-hmm. But um, he has no affiliation directly with the guild themselves. So I think he's got a contract with them, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I know quite a lot of people that do stream under Method are contractually obliged to things through Method and that. But um, I think it's I think it helps him in one way as well, because being part of a brand that size within Warcraft, that everyone knows who Method is, it helps him as a channel, it helps him, but it also helps them because he got a lot of people into Method through the Classic community. So, the, the I, I followed the world first, the initial one, with the whole Red Bull versus Method situation. And Method were very much portraying themselves as um, uh, fighting for the little guy, fighting for the, the Warcraft community as a whole, as um, we're, the, uh, you know, we're the guys who play World of Warcraft and we're part of the community and the, the race to World First should be owned by the community. Uh, but to a certain extent, I'm looking at it now and I'm seeing um, Method brand and Method going to Vegas, setting up their own stream and... A part of me is starting to get the vibe. It was less about the 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 community owning the stream, and more about method owning the stream. Do you have any sort of? How do you feel about that sort of? Do you think that's accurate? Do you think that's? I a hundred percent agree. Um, I think when when because method was invited by or method was partnered with Red Bull when they first did the Battle for Desire lore race to world first mm-hmm. in London at the Red Bull Studios which got massive interest it was like huge nobody expected it to get as big as it did and it did it just took off and they were going you know i don't know if that was 24 hours a day when they first did that one i think it was only just when they were raiding um and people were coming watching it and you know getting involved once they realized how big that is i think maybe they decide i don't know if maybe someone there thought well why don't we just do it ourselves and push it as you know the method yeah. race to world first yeah. instead of the Instead of the Red Bull Race to World First featuring Method. Yeah. But I think if you can take it and make it your own, you can make it your own. But I do think it is more becoming... You, I mean, you look at Twitch and you look at 90% of the time when you watch a Warcraft Twitch channel, you have Asmongold at the top, then you'll have nine Method streamers. Yeah. Just everyone's going for it for Method. And I don't know how to take that as community-based or... Are, they are a company at the end of the day, so everything they'll do will have a bottom line, and they'll have a this is the way we want to go forward. Gotcha, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, it's a bit. But do you think it's sort of a logical progression? Like if if you're a group that is producing content for World of Warcraft, like Warcraft Radio is, we we produce content for World of Warcraft. Um, do you think that just the progression towards promotion and promotion of yourself is 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 it's kind of like a self-replicating circle you know like it's just as you promote yourself you become more popular and then you just 
you get more promotion and you're more popular and you're more popular until eventually you just kind of drown out all the other um, competition to a certain extent. Or do you think? I, I think it's. I definitely think it's a lot of mono, uh, monopolization, which does happen through that. But I think the reason that happens is Meth has been around so long and has built up this brand and this community over such a long period of time that there's no one else that can compete with Method anymore on that stage. Not as a bad thing, they've worked hard for what they've got, but I just think it's that point of who else can compete with them now. They've got this such a large point of view, how can anyone else break into that and go forward? Yeah, and it, it it's it's definitely getting to the point where I th- I think that the... I, I, as I said, the race with Shower World first, I thought was perfectly legitimate. It was an interesting thing to watch and to see people progress. Now, I, di- I will admit, didn't watch all of them. I personally don't like progression nights when I'm in the run. I specifically don't want to watch progression nights when I'm not in the run. I'm 100% up for watching a highlight reel. I'll sit down and watch, like, you know, strategies that they got. And then they, when they get the final kill, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was cool. You know, and maybe maybe the whole thing's 45 minutes long. I'm like, that was that was interesting. That was good to watch. I got to watch all the fights, got to see the progression of tactics, read about it afterwards. But I'm not the kind of person that can sit there for 10 plus hours and just watch people wipe and wipe and wipe and wipe out on a boss. That was a spectacle, though, and I could understand people's attraction through it and the interest in it, and 100%. But the classic race to 60, especially because they're not pushing the end content. Now, they can't obviously guarantee that. They can't sit down and say, we're 100% going to be the first to 60. But I keep seeing ads, or not ads, but I keep seeing like articles popping up around the internet talking about the race to world for 60, according to Method Streams. And I'm seeing people on the, the leaderboard that are lower level than you. And I'm, I'm like, is this really raced World for sixty? Like, I as as great it is as your leveling has been, and you are the highest level in the guild at the moment. But I believe people are trying to beat you right now because you're distracted with this. Um, is it really like you're not you're not poop, you're not poop sucking this especially hard? You're not after going to Vegas, and your 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 whole day isn't revolving around. Well, maybe it is. Maybe I've completely misjudged the situation here. And your whole day is completely revolving around um, hitting level sixty as fast as possible. But this, like, they're portraying themselves as a professional group who are aiming to hit level 60 as fast as possible and do everything and be the first. And they're they're not. And I'm wondering, is uh, have they made a spectacle for the sake of spectacle, for producing, me- uh, for promoting method? Um, or do you think this was a legitimate, like, event from the start? I think from I think there is a reason that Kenny Marsh and Ace Fund are there. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I've never known Kenny to be involved with method in any way shape or form before this event Mm -hmm. so i don't really know what's going on there um but i think he was there because he was the one that could get world first under the method brand yeah yeah but he didn't i don't know if no he didn't but i think he was the one because i think method knew they weren't going to get world first 60. i think they knew from the beginning they weren't but i think they possibly could have thought we kenny could do it kenny could have done this Kenny, we'll yeah. bring him along to the event and he'll almost validate the leveling while everyone else is working on, you know, okay, you hit level 50, right? Well, don't bother trying to get to world first 60. You farm up raid gear now in the dungeons that you need to while, everything, while everyone else is focused on this. We can get ahead of where we need to be to be in that position where we could do something. Yeah. It's... It's it's interesting. I'm I'm fascinated by the um by the rise like the the rise of Twitch has always been interesting to me. The um the progression from people being confused. You watch other people play games. Why not just play the games yourselves? I I think that's a completely 
like stupid argument in the first place. I, I do understand the the I'm interested in the progression of content when it goes from just people playing to people making these spectacle, these events like Race to World First and uh uh that sort of stuff where basically they're progressing the content past just it's a guy sitting down playing a video game, fine, and the entertainment value that you can get from that. So I am interested in see where method go with this. Um there is certain things whether you're making content when you're making a spectacle for the sake of having a spectacle whether the content actually deserves to be as sort of we all need to go to vegas and we all need to film this and make a big deal out of it and stuff like that it is like you could have done this you could have raced the world to level 60 at home does it doesn't need to be vegas yeah, but i guess if you're real, making we really need an event like this for but, it to make yeah. sure people know what we're going but if you're making those um boku twitch bucks i guess it is um it's 100 a reasonable thing to to, to spend the, the money on um we're going to take a very quick break here we're going to uh, just uh take a small break we're going to show you some uh, videos for the other shows that we have here on warcraft radio uh when we come back we're going to be discussing um basically wow in general at the moment uh we're going to discuss um what happened uh to kale's wall behind him and uh because people are already asking in chat what happened to the wall behind... <laughs> yeah um, we'll be back here in just uh three minutes I just don't want to play BFA right now. Wonder how long's left until classic. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and you're listening to Essence of Warcraft. Ha! <laughs> you know what those idiots talk to on Discord? We'll have a look. Oh! Kex! Good job you're here. Um, did you see this Shadowlands leak thing? Like, Shadow, Shadowlands? Yeah. Hey, I don't want to hear about Shadowlands. I'm fed up of doing these dailies every single day and not getting any, any upgrades. It's starting to get really, really annoying. 
during this whole sort of like cycle. I've already completed Ashara's Palace, currently on Mythic stuff, and there is absolutely no way that I'm going to keep on getting these. Whatever you're talking about, it's not important. Classic Wales in 15 days. We'll finally have a good game to play. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Be, what, what are you talking about? We've been playing a good game for the past few years. BFA's got everything that we would want. You know I'm not oh, playing Classic WoW, right? And like, you know, it's... You know, the, the new expansion, do you see the leak? The new expansion, Shadowlands? That's the best. I don't know. Yeah. Ignore, the, ignore the leaks. We're not looking, you know, there's no point looking towards the future. It's just, it's what we have now. What we have now, it's we've got the best classic. rating that we've ever had. No, we, Classic World doesn't even come into it. We've already done Classic. Whoa. No, we did Vanilla. This is Classic. It's completely different. Yeah, no, it's exactly the same thing. That's, that's the whole point. The whole point is that it's exactly the same. This is something that is new, something that, that we need to really be taking a look at, something that has never been done before. Coming soon. Welcome back, folks. Uh, we're back here. Uh, myself, Slanik, joined by um, our community hero for this week, which is uh, Kaelden. Um, our shaman who's um, almost level 37, is that correct? Yeah, gonna have it soon. Very impressive, very impressive. So, um, I just wanted to, uh, we, uh, moving on from the, um, the discussion of the method and the race to world first stream, um, so far we've been playing WoW Classic now for, uh, just under a week. Um, it's been good, um, it's been a lot of fun. There's a lot of issues and I think there's a lot of uh, differences between retail and um, and classic, which I think have really started to get to me. Um, of course, playing on stream at the moment, we have the amazing Shadowfang Keep run that we did today with the boys uh, and possibly some girls. There was no boys. There was no girls in this particular group, but um, we did of Shadowfang Keep. It was um, very, very enjoyable and very, very fun. Um, but Kale didn't comment it because he was too busy leveling. So, um, so far, I think, um, with Classic, the thing that has stood out to me the most, and you can agree or disagree with me as Kale on this, is some of the quest design. Because I know the whole thing was like no changes, right? Everything should be the same, just as it was in Classic. But some quest design, man, is absolutely insane so the druid class quest do you have a, do, you, do you know do you know about these kale you done yeah the classic? Druid, are you talking about the what one are you talking about the bear the, form, the bear the form, form one the... was absolutely fascinating so the bear form one has you like it's like it's not just like go and talk to the bear and get your bear quest it's like there's like four lead-up quests and then the quest itself i did the aquatic form one the other day absolutely blew my mind as how anybody did this in classic i never played a druid in classic i played a mage in classic and i played a paladin um, in Burning Crusade once it released, uh, but primarily I played a mage um, in Classic, so I never got to do these Druid quests. The Druid Aquatic Form quest, my Jesus. Like, first off, you have to go into the lake, and you have to find a bauble, then you get the bauble, you bring it to the Shrine of Remulos, then they tell you you need to find the, the, the halves of this amulet. And you're like, okay, where do I find these? Oh, we don't know talk to some people in town that is literally the quest instruction talk to people in the town and i'm like okay so i go to wow because i don't bother ask like talk to people in town it turns out the guy you have to talk to is the flight the, uh, the flight master to bring it to thunder bluff so first off 
he's not one of the people alone. He's the flight master. If this was me and actually, I went around and talked to a few people. All of them were vendors. And I was like, okay, I, I don't understand what I'm meant to do. How people did this in Classic confuses me. Like, this is... I, I can guarantee the way that quest was figured out was people asked around town, couldn't find anything out. Was like, right, well, I guess I'll just find out later on. Went to the flight master and found out it was him. It was and him that he did talk to. So he talks to you and he and he tells you... Oh my, I can't even remember. He, I think he's the one who tells you to go to... Yeah, Silver Pine. And to, you have to go to... So there's two, there's two halves. The first one is in um, the Sludge Fen, which is in the north of the Barrens, underneath the tower with the, the goblins of the Venture Company. Fine. The other one is in Silver Pine Forest... It's like behind, so there's like loads of mountains, and there's the sepulcher, or sepulcher, sepulcher, whatever you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Is there? You have to go through the mountains to the coast, which seems to be actually quite like it, at times when I was heading there, I was like, I don't think you're like this. Seems like you're not meant to be able to get here because a lot of the NPCs you can't click on or interact with. They seem to be just there to be visual as you fly over them, sort of thing. But you get down onto the coast. And you just have to swim out into the sea. And when I say swim out into the sea, it's into like you're almost at fatigue. Like it comes up like the great sea. And if you swim like about a minute further, you're getting fatigued basically as you're going out in the sea. And it is like under the water. And I'm talking deep under the water. Just a chest in the completely featureless beside this chest. It's insane. This is. Like, I don't know what what the Shaman quest you've done, all the Call of Water, Call oh, of Fire oh, stuff. Are they... Yeah. Sim I imagine they're pretty similar. So, the Call of Fire one was not too bad. It's like, go kill a guy, you get a bag. But the Call of Water one legit took me two hours to complete. Because I had... You start in the Barrens, you go from Northern Barrens, talk to someone there. Go to Southern Barrens, talk to someone there. Fill up a water skin, then take it back to the guy, then go up to Ashenvale, then back to Barrens. Then you go to Silver Pine, then you come back. Then you go to Silver Pine again and you come back. And then you go talk to someone else. And then you go to Silver Pine again. And then you come back to the Barrens. <laughs> and by the end of it, I think I'd seen the Zeppelin Master more than anything else. It's insane. Like, it, it, I know the class quest generally can be sort of like off the beaten track. Take you out of leveling for a little bit. And you go off into your class quest. And they should take you a bit of time. And I, I've done them. I've like I've, I've got pretty much every class up to at least level 100. I have more classes up to... I have only two up to 120. And a lot of classes up to 110. But I've got it. I've leveled through, like, generally after Cataclysm, but I've leveled through, like, the old world multiple times. Done a lot of class quests on every single class, pretty much. Um, it is it is insane. that they Like, you are literally, you have to take a few hours out of leveling to go to your class quests. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. Some of the some of the class quests are fantastic. The, the way they were done, like, um, if I remember the Paladin one vanilla to get, like, their Sense Undead, where you have to, like, gather up the holy relics to then build this weapon and stuff like that i'm like do you know what? that's cool that's class fantasy but then you've got why am i needing to be running to go talk to some guy to fill up a water bottle to learn how to summon a totem what why am i needing five different water bottles yeah and, and to be fair i i understand and this is again breeding into some of the what's next for world of warcraft i do i i completely identify with the argument that the next retail expansion needs to take some stuff from Classic WoW and understand like what is making Classic WoW so popular. Like, and I, yeah, I, you, you touched on their class fantasy. I think is a hundred percent. I remember doing um, when I was first leveling my Blood of Paladin at the release of Burning Crusade, um, doing the quest where you get your pole arm that you have to go into Shadowfang Keep and get the get the iron oh, yeah. ingots and bring those back. And it, it was a it was a big affair because you had to do like 
you have to do Shadow Fang Keep, and you have to do another dungeon as well, and you have to do a big quest line, and you basically just end up getting a sweet-looking pole arm, basically, for your um, for your paladin. And I love that. I I transmogged uh, my, and I don't really transmog, but I transmogged my current weapon on my paladin in retail into that spear because I loved like uh, the sense of accomplishment you got when you got that spear was awesome. But at the same Cute. time, I think that the some of the druid ones, I'm like, how did people do this before Wowhead? existed because thoughtbot was never good as well like thoughtbot never gave you pictures and dots exactly where you need to go and stuff that it, it like that was that was pretty i think i tough. think that's one of the things that people i, I don't I, it's like self my it's like being a bit of a masochist you like having to work for things and you like having to earn things because mm -hmm. when you earn something when you actually get it you actually feel like you know i've earned this i've achieved something to get this whereas sometimes when you don't you just feel like all right cool another thing on my way i go don't really pay any attention to it but i mean like some of the things i've picked up i'm like do you know what? i've worked for this and you you happily show something off you get a good quest reward or something you're like guys look i got this like i went through a massive quest chain and like worked hard got this you know tiny wee blue sword that looks like crap but you earned it yeah i think rav rav was saying in twist chat as well is that this it's a real actual adventure and to a certain extent, yes. There's, But there's two parts of that. There's a part where, yes, it's an adventure and it feels like you're discovering stuff. But at the same time as well, there's an element of, I want to I want to level fast, but I need this this form or this quest or this class quest completed so I can level faster. Yeah, there's two sides, but I want to level as fast as possible. And I want to have my class fantasy and you can't really have both together. Because if you're going for immersion, things shouldn't be, like, things should feel like a bit of a trog and a bit re rewarding after a while. It's, um... I can see both sides of it, but um, some of the class design I just think is absolutely insane. Same with the dungeon design. Like, you did Wailing Caverns with us the other night. Yeah, like, the dungeons were the first half of the dungeons for level, like, 15 to 18, and then mm -hmm. the second half's for, like, 24 to 26, and you're like, right, so you go in there and you can, you can either breeze through the first half, or you just can't do the second half. It's It seems like dungeons are just so thinly spread for classic that or back, back when they were first released, they were so thinly spread for the levels that could go into them that you could do half it and that was it. Or only half it was worth doing. Yeah, and it's it's. I think it's a bit of a sort of a departure. I don't know if it, it's it's kind of a... Um, maybe the design decision was made day one was that players would get to these dungeons and they wouldn't be a sufficient level to complete it, so they'd complete half of it. And then they'd move on to something else and come back later and maybe complete the whole dungeon. But I think that the... The player base, I don't think the player base ever accepted that. I always thought, like, players understand I need to be at a certain level. And when I start a dungeon, I want to complete it. I want to see them complete all yep. the dungeon. Because it's a lot of work. These dungeons have uh, a lot of trash. I also think gamers are stubborn as hell. Yeah. So, if I'm going in there, I'm not doing half of something, then coming back later on. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get it all done just now because I'm here and I'm doing it. So, yeah. I will spend... Yeah time smashing my face into something until you physically can't do it or you but i will do my hardest and i will find the most convoluted way but i will finish it yeah we saw that as well today in the um in the run we were doing a shadow fan keep which is uh, currently on screen the um i believe just about this point maybe a little bit later i was smugly announcing to the party that hey I don't even think you need to spec resto to be a resto or what level do you think you need to be actually spec resto to heal um a dungeon as a druid because I'm 100% feral spec but I have no issue with healing um, all the way through till we got till about the 
just after Fenrir, the big wolf, and you go upstairs into the room, then like we had like yep. two wipes in a row, and it was just like, okay, yeah, no, suddenly I'm going out of mana, and suddenly I'm not able to heal enough for everybody. Um, but it is, it's that sort of disconnect where suddenly you're at the start, you're like, yeah, plowing through mobs, trash, this is easy, we're doing great, and you build up that false sense of confidence, and then all of a sudden there's a five level gap between mobs at the start of the dungeon and mobs at the end of the dungeon, and all of a sudden you're getting resists, misses, parries, dodges, and you're like, oh, guys, I can't actually keep aggro on these, yeah. or I have no mana, or I can't hit them. Um, it is, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a... You can definitely see the difference in... As I just kicked my webcam, you can see the difference in design philosophy from classic compared to retail and yeah and I, d I don't think i think sometimes i think it is quite funny because people do you know classics kind of built that way if you can't get too comfortable if you get too mm. comfortable you will end up dead which i think some of the dungeons is quite funny when you're like do you know what oh, yeah we're breezing through this no problem let's we're get bigger pulls, bigger pulls. Through all this. Yeah, yeah yeah bigger pulls and then the next second you pull two mobs and you wipe and you're like right what's happened how have i went from absolutely destroying everything to you know then taking everything for granted and you're like that's why because you took something for granted and the game kept you when you were down yeah i i, I see I, i'm not even sure if it's a difficulty curve or like is this intentional or do you think there's just some mobs and some pulls are just poorly tuned because if this was retail and this was happening in retail the whole community would be like it's it's poorly tuned this is this is designed oh, wrong yeah. or do you think this not was a conscious something. decision in classic I don't know if it was, I think maybe it was, because I don't think, I think when they put everything in the game, like, for the, on the Horde side, I know for a fact there's not enough quests to get you to level 60. Just, yes. you cannot quest 100% to get to 60. Um, so I think maybe they went, you know what, you can get, here's some quests to take you into this dungeon for a bit, so you can do the first half, do the quest for the first half, go out, do some more stuff, then you'll come back here. You'll have to kill more stuff, which will get you more experience, which will maybe kind of bridge that gap. So you're not having to grind as much. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe it was kind of a means to an end. We haven't got enough, so let's try and get people to repeat the content so they can maybe not realise we haven't got enough. Yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I, I can. I can see the idea behind it, or at least the. Um, but it's it's. I think it was very, it's very different now compared to what retail is and what people's expectations are of a MMO. But at the same time, I think it was different as well in the past because one of the whole things for why WoW became so popular in the first place was it was so accessible, right? Anybody could play it. Your mom could play it. Your dad could play it. Um, anybody could play it. It's an accessible MMO compared to games like EverQuest or Ultima Online where it was more hardcore. You look, you look, you look at it like Warcraft, if you die in Warcraft, you don't lose anything. You lose a bit of time, lose a bit of dur durability in your armor. A bit of time. You die maybe, in let me just say, I've died a few times in the Barrens, and it's not just a bit of time, man. Those, there's those. I died today in Shadowfang Keep. In there's a wipe. The graveyard is in the sepulcher. Sepulcher. Like it is. It is a massive run. It is like. Let's just say you don't lose anything. I lost my dignity. I lost some of my time. A lot Let's of my time. You haven't got any dignity. I don't have any lose. dignity. You're 100 right. I have no dignity. I'm available for sponsorships. Um, the um, <laughs> the the like. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your point before I start talking about other stuff and distracting from stuff. Yeah. Um, if I'm trying to remember what point it was making. You just say that there's was, no real um, death penalty in World of Warcraft. No, you don't like. If you played Ultimate, or you played EverQuest, you could lose levels. You could lose the you know last two weeks worth of progression if you wiped if you died over and over on something too difficult mm -hmm. for you. And in Warcraft, you die, you lose a bit of time, you lose a bit of durability. Then it's like right, okay, you haven't lost anything permanently. Like you can get all of that back. 
without too much, you know, another two weeks of putting your time in to get there. So it is forgiving and it is that way, but compared to retail, people would say this is a completely different game and how unforgiving it is. But I think some people forget how difficult MMOs used to be before Warcraft came along. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's there is an irony there because World of Warcraft only became as popular as it is because it was accessible compared to other MMOs. And now in retail, Classic WoW is only as popular as it is because people see it as more hardcore and inaccessible than current MMOs. It, it It's become like full circle where like people from EverQuest and people, I tell you, 100% from EVE Online, uh, from Ultima Online would say that, oh no, WoW's for babies, WoW's the easy game. It's so like, you know, why would I play WoW? And now we've progressed to the point where Classic is like this hardcore bastion of difficulty that's only for the hardest of the hardcore. And most of you won't hit level 60. Most of you won't be able to do dungeons and instances. It's going to be so tough and none of you will understand. It's it's so funny that we've progressed to the point that we're like, I suppose games in general in the last few years, people have been complaining about games and now just cutscenes where I have to press a few quick time events in between them and all content is handed to me and games like um dark souls and stuff became super popular because <gasps> because it's a difficult they are hard. game yeah yeah that's like everything so i think that's the thing as well everyone want you if you make a great game you want to show it off you want everyone to be able to play it. you don't want to alienate half the people that could play it instantly because mm -hmm. it's difficult whereas like dark souls branded itself as this is hard as fuck mm -hmm. you're gonna have difficulty doing this yeah. and if you don't you should be proud and you should be showing people that you can do this without difficulty yeah they branded that as that game which made people think oh it can't be that bad and then they went do you know what right okay as I'll, I'll give them that but at the same time i know we're talking about wiping here in in shadow fan keeper and instances and the massive range of levels you can get from the start of the dungeon to the end of the dungeon at the same time there are zero boss mechanics up until like level 30 level 40 i think scarlet monasteries yeah, when you first scarlet encounter monasteries a boss with first. a mechanic rather than just hit it till it dies um the and even the boss mechanics as you get higher compared to retail bosses and this is going to be controversial come at me chat um bosses and dungeons and raids are easier in classic would you agree with that statement or do you think i'm being completely uh, full of shit see, this is this is a uh, kicks brought this up last night on you you think you do but you don't i think it's a different kind of hard it's not mechanically hard. There's not like 50 different things going on at once that you need to watch out for and be aware of. But you need to make sure that you've got enough gear to be able to walk in there and actually, you know, not get one shot by mechanics. You know, it's just numbers are big. Got to be able to make sure you can survive that. It's so mathematically hard that... rather than skill hard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But I, I think there's some things later on. Uh, AQ, Nax, there's fights that, mm -hmm. you know, start getting a bit more mechanically complex. But I think that's kind of just how the game progressed. I think Zulgrub was actually more mechanically complex than um, somewhere like Molten Core, which I know oh, we, yeah. we talked about it earlier, and I, I don't want to get back into that again, but it's another sort of interest of me with the whole method race to world first with Classic at the moment is they're talking about being the world first to clear Molten Core. Molten Core is not a difficult instance. Like, a lot of it is face no. roll. It's just having to get 40 people to level 60 and, and group them together and herd the cats. Like, at, at its core, you probably only need about maybe... 15 to 20 people with their head screwed on right to yeah. get through that instance. Yeah. If you if you 20 level 60s, you could do it. The yeah. thing about Molten Core that a lot of people forget is you don't actually need to be 60 to get into Molten Core. You can get into Molten Core at 55. So Something as I soon forgot. as they've got enough people, 
if they've got enough people at 55, I guarantee you they're not going to wait for a full six, full group of level 60s. They're going to be rocking in there. And I know for a fact some of the guilds that are old private server guys, they're not going for 60. They are getting as much gear as they possibly can from the upper instances like Skolomans, Stratholme. You know, gear that gives them places that give them gear that they can use that they need for raid and that's the thing as well and as far as like like your raid composition in in classic and 100 of molten core the only thing you really need is a tank with fire resist gear to be able to tank ragnaros yep. right other than that and nobody else needs to be like nobody needs to be specifically geared like you don't need a party full of epics or um blues no. even to do this you just need a well-geared tank to be able to soak Ragnaros and then it's just as as people said in chat as, as Death Doom said in the chat it's only he only knocks people back and summons ads that's the yep that's the all complexity you, all you it. need is you need your, your tanks to be able to survive being hit by the ads and your healers not to run out of mana while the tank's getting hit the fights aren't massively long if your damage is alright there's no enrage mechanics you know there's nothing that's gonna you know if you hit three minutes that's it everyone gets lava burst and you'll die it's more of a you hit three minutes and you're all out of mana. It's going to take another three minutes to kill it. So, so before we move on to the next subject, because again, it's it's something I'm interested in and Chad is interested in. Um, behind you, there seems to be a human-sized um, piece of wall that seems to have recently been replaced. Um, you want to give uh, some some information on what happened? Was there? Uh, was there some bad weather? I know there's some some hurricane hitting Florida soon. Was Scotland recently hit by a hurricane or some sort of natural disaster? Um, sort of. I yeah. I, I quite like vodka. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if many people have heard of this. Uh, I quite like vodka. Vodka. And I, yeah. Vodka. Aye. Yeah. And I like to sometimes just sit and sit at my computer. I also have a younger brother who is a larger than life boy. He's quite a big boy. Um. And he thinks uh, he likes to throw his weight around. So I get a bit of uh, fed off of his nonsense one night. Giving you a chip, was him. he? Was he giving you yeah, a chip? He said that I was shit at leveling. And I was just like, <laughs> you, you, you don't fucking know. I'm going hard as fuck, right? So I just I flung him into the wall. Um, so you threw your brother elbow, into the wall. There was two elbow dents. There was two elbow dents. That's why there's a, I don't know if I move. You can see there's a side part as well. <laughs> so that's where one of his arms went through the wall. And then over here... <laughs> Is where the rest of his body went through the wall, um, so that was that was that. So somehow I managed to miss all the joists that would have protected the wall, and managed to just throw them into the bits. Well, to be fair, that probably space. protected your brother that he didn't like slam his back into a joist, and um, you know, probably would damage just, his spine. FYI, do not condone pushing people into the wall. Do not no, do Warcraft Radio 100% is against throwing people into walls um, or pushing people don't in general it. into walls. Um, it's more of just a yogs casting. Um, don't be a dick. Don't be yeah. Don't be a dick. Hundred percent. Love love each other. Yep. Um, but if you do, if you are a dick, uh, Kale will throw you, throw, wall. Wall. He'll throw you into yep. a wall. He does no problem with it. Um, yeah. If we have any future events, I hundred percent want to have you as a bouncer there. Um, just to uh, we'll have I, a, we'll have a small piece of drywall like done up, and just in case we need to throw anybody into it, we'll just like point at you, you know point what? at the wall. I will build. I'll build a wooden frame that we can just replace <laughs> drywall onto. Just <laughs> any build event we have. The we'll be there outside of BlizzCon we'll getting ready for interviews. You're just there building a section yeah, that's of wall true, just to throw that's people how, into that's, it. That's the unique selling point of a Warcraft radio interview. Yeah. At the end of the interview, I will pick you up and throw you through a drywall. <laughs> just, you'll get videoed and it doesn't matter. You could be, you could be school, it could be anyone. I will 
somehow find a way to fling them through a wall. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a custom built wall. We'll make it nice. I'm glad we've gotten to the bottom of uh, of what happened to the wall behind you. Um, that's um, no, that's 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 great. I hope your brother's doing okay. I hope he gets out of the hospital soon. Um, you know, we're sending our thoughts and prayers. But someone is. Yeah. So um, <laughs> as we get back to classic World of Warcraft talk, the as far as like what so with classic now out and with the general like upsurge and like popularity for classic people loving classic what do you think is the uh i i, I tell me your feedback on on your your feelings on retail at the moment how do you feel about retail and do you think you'll ever go back to retail or are you 100 i'm a classic boy now for the rest of time um so i don't i don't know if i'd say till the end of time because and i'd never say never but retail is no there's nothing there that I'm really missing just now or want mm. to feel the need to go back for. I was reading Mythic Azara before I stopped and smashing your face against Ashvane was just... her. It would make you want... You'd sit in there for four hours a night raiding just people making mistakes. That, that's the thing that put me off, you know. In 40-man raids, if someone makes a bit of a mistake, you can kind of deal with it. Mm. If you're in a 20-man raid and people are making mistakes with mechanics that complex, if they make mistakes like that, then it's hard to deal with. And it frustrated me because you're putting your best effort in and someone isn't i feel like i wasted my time so that yeah. kind of put me off just because i feel like i wasn't personally gaining in what i wanted to out of the game mm -hmm. whereas with classic i feel i can do that i feel you can just push forward so are there anything from playing classic at the moment what do you think are the key things you would want blizzard to take from the classic experience now and bring into retail for the next expansion or maybe the expansion after that that would like that would bring you back to retail. Do you think bigger raids? People can fuck up more often and it doesn't wipe the whole raid? More forgiving um, mechanics? Do you think... Do you, are you saying retail I, should be easier? <gasps> no, no, definitely <laughs> not. But I, th I think it's one of those things that comes through. It's if... PM things are... If things are too easy in the actual game, like in retail, if you can do everything and get things easily, and then you're throwing a really difficult thing... Some players can't handle that because they're like, I'm not used to doing something this complex. I'm used to the easy things. So then if it does throw like that curveball in, you're like, right, okay, how do I deal with this? So I don't think it should be made easier. I just feel like the game needs to be leveled out a bit. Make outside stuff harder. Yeah. And people I can... can deal with the hard mechanics when they come into the hard raids. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I can definitely understand the that sort of feedback. I, I, I don't think it's about complexity. I think... Um... I think the main takeaway, I think, from Classic that I, I feel is sort of pushing this more than anything. And I, again, this could be coming because I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Big shout out to my D&D group. Big shout out to you guys. Last week they cut off a um, frost giant penis because they needed to prove they killed a frost giant. And the rationale was... How else, how how else, else you yeah, like, prove it? Didn't take the head. Uh, there was talk about taking a finger. Well, they did take the head. Well, they, just, they, just, they took the head. Um, yeah, they were like, you know what? If you have a penis, it definitely proves you killed something. So yeah, there you go. Shout out to those guys. Um, from playing d and I know a lot of it is... and uh, d d is full of immersive spells, of class fantasy spells. Spells that are relatively useless or abilities that mechanically might be useless, but are fun and... It's different in D&D because you can make those spells useful by saying, oh, I'm going to cast like minor illusion, something like that. I'm going to make a minor illusion of something and it looks like something. You're trying to convince something that it's there. Fine. But 
There's a lot of but abilities that, are flavorful. That's yeah, that's class fantasy stuff. Like, mm -hmm. if you're a major, you know, you can change the way something looks and you can do something like this with it. That makes you feel like a mage. It makes you feel like an actual, you know, yeah. Just it's, oh it's, yeah, it's the spells they cast removed. Mask. Like uh, yeah. shaman used to have your far sight. Um, you had yep. and uh, sentry totem. I told him that is literally used to take screenshots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hunters had eyes of the beast and stuff like that. Like it's um, these abilities that were pruned over time because people were like, they're useless. They're not part of my DPS rotation. And maybe Blizzard was going through data databases and looking at like this spell is only used by one percent of players. Um, what like you know less than five times in their current play sessions, or whatever, from leveling zero to sixty, or whatever that. Sure, but the spells were fun. They were immersive they were playing to the class it, fantasy the, the class fantasy spells brought the rpg element to an mmorpg mm -hmm. i think uh, like i i just think the progression just yeah i think the progression of the game has definitely gotten more towards a numbers game and a um apparently uh death doom is saying that not really eyes of the beast was removed accidentally uh and they lost the code for it so that's that's the. But um, they have mad, they have managed to find it back again and add it back in for classic, which they've said that they could now add it back into retail because they've now figured out how to code. That was that was a big thing about Eyes of the Beast. Um, when they were going through the old client, they found mm -hmm. the code for Eyes of the Beast and they were like, right, finally, if we want to put it back in retail, we can, because no one knew how to code it. It's weird because I I, I I've worked as a software developer for years and version control systems exist. I don't understand how you can lose code, but. That's that's a different that's a different argument. The um, yeah, I, th I think definitely I think if they're bringing anything from classic into retail WoW to make retail WoW like the I think the the surge of popularity we're seeing for classic now, I think you need to focus on the class fantasy. You need to cla uh, focus on the immersion. Um, at the at the moment in retail, it seems to me a leveling is a chore, and um, I'm saying that as in. Like, leveling in Classic is hard. It is annoying. It is not particularly fun. It is pretty grindy, I would agree. But it still is something that has to be done. You have to focus on. And definitely when you play with friends, it becomes easier and more enjoyable. But in retail, it is something that is best done solo. Um, it is just something you have to do to get up to the point where you can play with your friends. And it is something that can be minimized either by through heirlooms through um the xp potions and stuff like that like it is just something it's a chore it's something to be taken care of until you can play the game whereas in classic i think leveling is a large part of the game but i think with because the game is so old in retail i i don't know if there's a way you can get around that you can't make leveling involved and detailed and immersive as it is in classic because then nobody would ever get to end game ever. Yeah, I I had this discussion earlier on. Um, I think Blizzard has gone so far in one direction at this point that I don't know if they're able to go back without massive backlash, one way or another. I don't know if they can. You know, we've, we're just pruning all these spells because we don't need all this in the game. Well, if you're printing that many spells, how are you going to add them back in without people complaining they've got too much in their bars and, you know, oh, my UI looks a mess now because I've got so much stuff that I need to put everywhere. I've, there's always something that someone will complain about, I feel. But and because I, yeah. it's been pruned back that much, you can't 
I think you can give people yourself. more spells, but I think you should give them more spells that, like we said, are flavorful, that aren't really yeah. like, part of your DPS rotation, that are just like, you know, you can see through your, your beast's eyes. You can see, like, Farsight has always been one of my favorite spells. Um, is, is it still in retail on Shaman? Or is, no, it's gone from retail no. on Shaman. It's gone from retail on Shaman. No. Um, I haven't played a Shaman in, like, a long I, time. Things like that, I don't understand. Why would you take that out? It literally does nothing for anyone apart from people that use it. Yeah. But, like, Farsight is a, is a spell from Warcraft 3. Is one of the, like, four abilities your Shaman, that Thrall had in Warcraft 3. He had Chain Lightning. He had Farsight. He had Summon Ghost Wolves. Oh, my God. Can I remember all four of a Shaman's ability yep. from Warcraft 3? What was the fourth one? You can do it. Oh, God. No, there was... Ch no, Chain Lightning was his ultimate. He had Summon for the Wolves. He had the Farsight. And he had... Did he have some sort of aura? He probably had an aura. I can't remember. I've lost it. Do you know? I do not I'm know. sure chat will tell us. Chat will tell us. I'm sure Pride is I'm angry sure typing through if he's watching. Shreds in five yeah. Minutes. So, but yeah, it's it was one of the four abilities the Shaman had in Warcraft 3. So 100% they should have it in, in, in retail. It should always be there. For me, it should be one of those golden spells that never gets removed. Uh, if it came from Warcraft, if it came from any of the RTS games, it should be in Warcraft, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Because that's where World of Warcraft came from. No, it's infinitely more useful, of course, in Warcraft 3 than it is in the see yeah, through the... Yeah, that doesn't matter. It's, it's remember where you come from. Remember where you come remember from. Remember your roots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're getting very Scottish coming out in you again. Remember your roots. Don't get too big for your roots. Um, it's, yeah, I, I think that give them more spells i think that if you if you don't want um if people are complaining they have too many spells like these are flavor spells you don't have to put them on their bars they don't have to have them in the rotation there were plenty of spells back in retail that i never had in my bars because they didn't do anything useful um I thought it was just you're bad earthquake was thrall's ultimate bam thank you rav rav that took too long though i'm 100 sure that you had to go look that up so um, I'm going to give you half points for that. Thank you for for the update. It was Earthquake was his ultimate. Um, so was Earthquake or Shockwave? Earthquake. Earthquake. Um, but yeah, I, I think the immersion, the um, the element of, of class fantasy, I think is 100% something they should take in, into retail. Um, I think that the the forcing of community things, and or, or not the forcing of community, the encouraging of community stuff is... Um, I think it's a double-edged sword. So, you know, the, the group finder, you know, cross yeah. realm zones. Um, yeah. I think that it's difficult because we have so many servers and it's a known fact. And whether Blizzard says it or not, um, everybody's aware that the World of Warcraft community has shrunk in retail. Yeah. I think that you have too many servers. You can't have a situation where we don't have cross realm zones. And we don't have group finder to find people to do that. Things. That was a means to an end. Like they had to do something to kind of make it seem busy. So if you start closing servers down and merging servers, that's you admitting that you haven't got enough people to. Whereas yeah. if you cross realm everything, so you're all just connected, you can kind of play that off as oh, we're trying to increase the community, we're trying to increase who's about for things, you know, we're trying to make it easier for everyone, without actually turning around and going, we don't have enough people here on these five realms, shove them together. To make it seem like there's lots of people about yeah and it's it's i i despite the fact that obviously naming is a big issue because characters with the same names i think it might actually be better in it's like if you just removed the cross realm facade of it and just said that these are just 
one realm, but again, you have problems with characters with the same names of different servers and stuff. That's so you yeah. have to have that that suffix, which always like I think brings people out as far as meeting a player. It's like, oh, he's on a different server. Never mind, move on. I'm not going to make friends with him, sort of stuff. But the um, the the situation is at the moment is that yeah, you as you said, you can't really merge and close servers because it looks bad. You can't not have cross realm zones because then your your game is is empty. It is they are in a it's a it's a catch twenty two. They're in a rock and a hard place really as far as what you can do in retail unless the game suddenly becomes massively more popular. But at the same time, I'm a big fan of cross realm zones because no matter where you go in World of Warcraft and retail at the moment, you'll always find other players. Like you can go into the back-ass leveling zone you won't find as many players but you still right through there and you'll see a few people leveling up from different servers but you'll see them there and it makes the world feel more active and alive but um, then compare that to what we've got just now in classic where you can't go anywhere without seeing crowds of everyone running about which might not be good in some situations when you're trying to kill that one mob and there's 50 people standing oh, what around do you mean waiting. like when you've got a guildie who's been sitting there waiting like 20 minutes for a mob kill and then another guildie comes along and just moon fires that mob away from did I was did I do that? Was that me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rav was waiting in the barrens. Oh, I was, yeah. yeah. I realized yeah. as well. I'm the only druid in the guild. Yep. So yeah, that was a hundred percent me. And um, yeah, Rav was waiting for forty five minutes. But see, Rav, what you have to understand is you make a macro slash target. What you're looking for: new line slash cast moonfire rank two. There you go. Done. Just do it, Rav. Just do it. It works. Uh, Rav's a warrior. Warriors, warriors have no luck trying to get first tap on mobs when any other class is there. Especially um, when you're around. Especially me. when I'm around because I'm spamming that macro just like I have the one key down. One, 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 one. Um, yeah, no, it's... I, I, I'd like to see how this goes though because at the same time as well we have to understand everybody's on the same curve. Everybody's leveling at the same time and pushing through the same content. So... Will it be a situation where we'll need cross-realm zones in Classic eventually? What, what happens when everybody drops off? Is it going to be Ghost Town City again? I know this is sort of into the debate of are server queues too big? Do they need to open up more servers? But I don't know. It, it's I, th I think it's difficult. to what, what are you going to take out of World of Warcraft Classic and bring into retail to make retail to give it this injection of life that Classic has suddenly gotten? Do you think any of this is going to bleed over into retail? Do you think most of the people coming in playing Classic... Or 100% playing classic. I think I think things from classics are being kind of tested. How can we can this be put back in? Can this be used? Can we do things to make the game popular to boost numbers for retail? If someone's not, if people are happy with classic, what? Why are they happy with it? Can we use any? Can we take any of that and put it into what we're needing? Mm -hmm. I think I think there is very much an aspect of why are our numbers dropping that i think that's the, i think that's one of the main reasons classic is out community wanted it but i think they're going well how did we get up to 11 million subscribers at our peak and what why are we not why can't we do that now what have we lost why what are people wanting back so i think that's yeah. maybe one of the could is there anything we can do to you know make people more involved and you know try and bring some of the people back that have stopped playing that are maybe they're back playing classic now so why are they playing this but they're not playing the game that we've spent so long developing and moving forward it might you be know? a pure element of nostalgia though that this it is could all be 100 being... this could just be me my tinfoil hat yeah uh, it's yeah on this subject though and leading into just um the next thing i just want to quickly discuss which and sort of get your feedback on um 
what do you think is next for WoW Classic? Because this, I, I, I know now this is we're, we're literally less than a week into release and I'm already asking what's next as far as what's going to happen. What do you see as, as sort of being the next progression for WoW Classic? Is this, like, after the phases are all done and we have next Ramus and we have our final tier of, uh, of Classic content, what happens next? Personally, uh, there's a lot of things going about where they're throwing about. Are they going to make new content for Classic? Are they going to you know, you, instead of upgrading, are you going to side grade? You know, level cap doesn't increase, but you get more content to do. Which that's an that's interesting. Yeah, one. it's not something I've seen discussed a lot because people because the, the people are saying, oh, it's they're going to just release Burning Crusade servers, and are they going to take classic servers offline, or what's the story? But you think well, that's that's the other thing. There's there's like, are they going to convert these servers into TBC servers? Mm -hmm. Are they going to create new Burning Crusade servers, but Allow you can still migrate your, your classic there? if yeah. you want? Or you can keep them here if you want to stay 60. Or are they just not going to do anything like that and do a completely new development cycle for the game? There's so many ways that they could do it. Personally, I think they will go with classic servers. Then you can migrate to a TBC server if you want. Mm -hmm. But there's no need to. Or you can clone your character over. So if you still want to play in classic, you can. But you've also got your character on the TBC server that's there that, you know... You can just level up in TBC, but you've, so you've basically got a copy of it on the other server. I don't think they're going to do the whole side progression thing because I think they run the risk of if they do that from things that have been cut from the game, yeah, and they become a success. That's going to cause more backlash than good. You know, why was this cut? This is so good. You know, why are we getting this here now instead of when we could have got it back then? I think there's too many ifs and buts about things that they could have put in. If they do put them in. It's just going to cause more issues for them. It's interesting because yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of splitting this. It's it, it, I, do, I don't think they want to split the community. I think they've already split the community first yeah. off. Like I haven't looked at my retail character. I've I said before this launch, I'm still going to be logging in and do my essences and doing my uh, my emissary quests every day and so on. Bet you haven't done one of them. I haven't done one of them because leveling has been taking way too much of my time. Um, as well, of course, Warcraft radio stuff. But the um. It's. I've been one hundred percent focused on this. I. I don't want to know what retail servers look like. I think as far as the the popularity here, I. I again, this is one hundred percent based on no experience and just me guessing, pulling shit out of my ass. Um. I think it's. It, it's possibly like a ghost town on retail at the moment. Now I still think there's probably a good cohort of people who have no interest in in classic and said it from the start and are now, you know, being incredibly stubborn about it. It's like no, I'm not even going to try it because I said I didn't want classic and I'm not going to try it, but. If you, if you have already split the community now between Classic and Retail, if you're going to split it between Classic and Burning Crusade and Retail, and then eventually Classic, Burning Crusade and Wrath and Retail, you're just going to have situations where you're going to have smaller communities on each yep. server, and each one will just be playing on their favorite expansion. Um, I think I, I, the side grade thing, though, is interesting, because I haven't heard a lot of people say that uh, normally... As I said, people are saying, oh, no, it's Burning Crusade next. Or no, they just leave Classic forever. And we just... The side grade is interesting because... I I, I would like to... I, I don't think they will do it. I think that would just... It's too much development for them. I don't think they would do that where they're basically developing for retail and they're developing a... A separate developing game. an expansion. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically developing a, a different expansion to the one we got. Yeah. So I think that's either they're going to go that way, or they could just blow everything out of the water, just open a completely second, a completely different development team, run it as a second game, put in an expansion, and have it go somewhere completely different. And you know, you've got retail Warcraft going one direction, and then we've hit the reset button, and we're going to try this for for classic. 
I saw it on um, on Twitter. Somebody mentioned, and I uh, forgive me, I can't remember who it was. As I was just browsing through Twitter, they were saying that World of Warcraft Classic now becoming um, being re released and being experienced by an entire new generation. That it is kind of becoming the first generational game, and maybe we'll get into a situation where like every ten years or fifteen years. Well, classic is released again and sort of because uh, yeah. because it, it was and i i'm not just saying this because we're on warcraft radio and we're big world of warcraft fans world of warcraft's original release world of warcraft has been a cultural milestone or at least a cultural touchstone or some sort of stone it's it's definitely a cultural phenomenon and it definitely shaped a large been, part of online up, gaming it's been brought up in so many things as well i mean south park had an entire episode dedicated to it there was talk about it and how I met your mother as well. There was, yeah. There, there was, was something there about it. So you look at that and you think, so the game that is... Ted. Ted met a girl through where I... Ted met a girl I've completely Warcraft. forgot that, yeah. but when you said that, he met her playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, because my girlfriend, like, when I was obviously telling my... I was my, God, my girlfriend that's a reference. Obviously playing classic. And then she was like, oh, so you're just going to be like fucking Ted from How I Met Your Mother. You're going to replace me with uh, some girl you meet online. With me. And that's that's the like, plan, right? Well, I thought that's, that's basically that's why what's we're happened. here. Yeah, yeah. understand. Um, I, sh- I, sh- I knew I'd- I should have told you to tune in for some reason. Uh, <laughs> sorry to break the news this way, but um... yeah. The um, no, yeah, you're right, and uh, I think the best reference. Oh, man, we need to have just a, an entire like community. Yeah, if you remember your favorite World of Warcraft references from anything, email me Stanek at warcraftradio.com. I'll go through them next week. Um, my favorite was, um, and it was really weird. Uh, the day the Earth stood still, the one with Keanu Reeves in it. The kid is playing World of Warcraft at the start of it. It's just, it's in yeah. everything. It was in, oh God, there was, yeah, it's in everything. Before I just started listening through all the things I mentioned about, it was. It was a, a cultural phenomenon because all of a sudden you had people who never played online games, never played games, definitely never played MMOs, playing World of Warcraft and talking about their characters and their, oh, I'm an orc warlock. And you had all the ads and you had the Mr. T ad and the... Yeah, Vern Troyer. Chuck um, Norris. And uh, yeah, you had all these... Everything. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was huge. Um... And I do think it is a game that I think needs to be... Um, stop saying my group... St- oh, you were in this group, Seath. Um, the the game, I think, should be experienced by different generations. And I, as I said, I have two kids. I definitely... My four-year-old has already set up and she's made her first character in World of Warcraft. And she enjoys it and she finds it hilarious. She loves summoning pets and stuff like that. 100% enjoys it. And I, I can't wait till she's at an age. And I hope it's still available. It probably will be. World of Warcraft is available that I can sit down and play it with my daughter one day, maybe. Um, it would be interesting if we did get to the point where it is this cultural game. Every 15 years, Blizzard released World of Warcraft Classic. We get a big, massive hype storm. There's 15 million people on Twitch watching World of Warcraft in 15 years' time. Who knows? Um, oh, oh, there with a Warcraft VR headsets on and yeah, just, you know, swinging the in our full body suits and everything, and just like yeah. you know, so we can we can actually ERP, but it, we can feel it. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> um, Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> It's um, yeah, no, it's it's an interesting, and I I I like to see what they're going to do next with classic. I think that Blizzard has, um, as you said, they have loads of different options. I think everything has a downside, like the side grade, as you said, with the multiple development teams and managing two versions of World of Warcraft. So it's like a nightmare. Um, releasing Burning Crusade servers, people be like, no, 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 I don't want to play Burning Crusade. I just want to play classic. Um, releasing two separate servers, you're splitting the community. Everything sounds like it's a problem. Um, but I'm like 
the anything can happen at the moment. It's 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 really exciting, and I'm I'm 100 sure BlizzCon this year is 100 going to be. What's next for Classic? And Blizzard yeah, saying, I, th- I think we'll BlizzCon s- this yeah. year is BlizzCon this year is going to be like they're going to be like, oh, this is the new retail expansion, and folk are going to be like, oh, that's really cool. So what are we doing with Classic? Like, yeah. um, where's this moving forward from? I think. I don't. I, I think it's put a new breath into everyone that plays the game as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people weren't playing. A lot of people weren't logging in at all to play. And now people are back. I've got people on my friends list who haven't played the game in years coming back. You know, they've got wives, kids, and stuff. You know, you know, they, they were like, "I'm done with Warcraft. Too much time." And now they're back. Yeah. So the fact that people. No, I yeah, hundred percent. As as I said, like I've my. Uh, all my Eve buddies uh, from my from my Eve Online uh, alliance are, are are coming over. Not all of them. There's like ten thousand people in the alliance. Not all of them, but the, the cool ones are coming over. Big shout out to uh, the Eve guys. Um, there's uh, as I said, my friends list is the fullest I've ever seen. I actually I, I took a screenshot the night. I didn't post it anywhere. I just took a screenshot because I was like, oh no, these are all people's real names, and I don't want to dox anybody. <laughs> but like there was just like like 15 to 20 people on my friends list and every single one of them had like didn't just have the Battle.net online icon or the Hearthstone or the Overwatch or everything it was just everybody was playing Classic World playing was... yeah that's it and you can tell if someone's playing Classic because they you... just they're all they're all no one's above level 40. yeah yeah that's how, you, that's how you know they're playing Classic <laughs> no one's above 40 except for you soon above level 40 uh... um okay so I think we're coming up on pretty much time here um First off, I just want to give a few quick announcements. Um, so uh, the people asking about the RSS feeds and podcasts, I have set most of them up. Um, I'm setting up the last few uh, this evening or tomorrow. I got a bit distracted on that. Apologies, folks. So uh, for those of you looking for the audio versions of our podcasts, um, and you're watching live right now, you're watching the VOD later on, uh, those uh, will be available soon. The RSS feeds, we're going to put up a post on Twitter with all the individual RSS feeds if you want to subscribe to them individually. If you're looking for them, they're all, uh, the ones we have are up on Spotify right now. So you can just search them. Like if you search Spotify, uh, Vendor Trash on Spotify, you should find my podcast on there. Uh, It's available on Anchor FM as well, which is the main place where we're putting them. So they're available there. Same with the YouTube videos. All YouTube videos of all shows we do should be available two days after they go up on Twitch. You should see them on YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can watch them there as well um, if you're not available live. And believe me, if you're, as we've all seen, you're leveling a classic, you're going to need some content on in the background if you can't have uh, amazing people like myself or Kaildor or, uh, available, or Kaildon available to um, to talk with you and chat with you live. If you are looking for people like myself and Kaildon to talk to you live, feel free to join the Warcraft Radio Guild, which is currently on Zandalar Tribe EU. We're on Horde side. Our name is Juratar Action News. We are the Horde's first um, journalism-based role-playing guild, uh, number one. We uh, do live reports from Shadowfang Keep. Just before we came on stream today, we did a live report from um, from uh, Ragefire Chasm. We found some uh, some Horde corruption underneath this, the city of Orgrimmar. We blew, the, we blew that thing wide open, blew the case off it. I don't know how, people, how journalists talk. So yeah, if you want to join us, uh, please uh, slash who, George Hara Action News, whisper one of us, we'll get you in the guild. Um, that's pretty much all I have to talk about. Um, all the stuff with the, with the tweets and the podcasts and the, the YouTube will be going up on Twitter and stuff like that soon. Uh, on our website, check out our website, of course. Um, Kellen, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciated having somebody to discuss some stuff with, for being our community hero. No problem. I can sit here and uh, it validates my nerd life for this week. Oh, 100%. So, um, um, 
So yeah, it gives me gives me a reason to not hate myself for the amount of time I've spent in game. <laughs> You've done something productive. Um, again, yep. if people wanted to find you on Twitch, they can find you Twitch t dot uh, tv slash Kaelden. Is that right? Yep, you can find me there. Uh, I've also got a Twitter. I've never used it, but it's there. It's under um, your name right now on the on, on the oh, Twitch stream, so, so people can down, see it down here. Yeah, so maybe something. Um, but yeah, so find me. There's ways to find me. I'm constantly on the Discord. Um, apparently, I'm constantly online as well. So if you want to find me, just talk to me in game. You can find me there. But yeah. Um, we'll be streaming some more stuff again uh, on the main channel and on our own channels as well. You can find me at twitch.tv slash slanic underscore after the slanic because slanic was taken. I'm contacting Twitch. Please, please give me, let me have my name. The channel is inactive. But there you go. So yeah, if you want to find me there. Um, thank you all very much for watching. Um, thanks for listening. If you're listening, um, thanks for viewing the VOD. Um, have an excellent week. Uh, I'll see you all at level 60. And uh, see you all in game. See ya. You're listening to a podcast of Vendor Trash. If you want to catch the show live, you can join us on Twitch Saturdays at 8pm GMT at twitch.tv forward slash Warcraft Radio.